you're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hello, great state of Arizona and our people in the surrounding Western region. How are you doing today? This is Marcus Maloney, and this is another episode of the Azria Show. And I have our executive director, Mike Delpree. What's up, what's up? He has had his coffee, so he has yep. his, his energy going. And today, guess what? We really need to find that extra level of energy. They need that extra level of push. So we have Jaquan Newsom here today. And Jaquan is a personal fitness trainer with Be Fit Nominal. And throughout the Valley, and he worked specifically with real estate investors that are looking to increase their energy. Because we know as, as investors, we always make excuses. Hey, I'm, I'm working 20 hours out of the day. When can I squeeze in, you know, gym time and everything like that. So we wanted to bring Jaquan on today and talk to you guys about why being fit is so important. So, man, welcome to the show, Jaquan. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me, Marcus. Appreciate absolutely, you. absolutely. So, man, give us the background. Why, why personal fitness? Man, why not personal fitness, right? <laughs> the background. So, I've been doing this for about seven years. Like Marcus said, I've been working with a lot of business owners and executives, and throughout my whole process, probably about more than fifty percent of those people are, are in real estate. And I just saw a trend of, you know, like you said, it's busy schedules, stressed out, a lot of the same problems. So in order for me to make a deep, deep impact and also scale, I was like, I want to focus on one specific person. And also my personal goals are to be an investor, which I'm a new investor right now. It all just worked out. Okay. What happened before, before that, like, like you're telling us a little bit about how you got into fitness. Go back before okay. seven years. Yeah. So man, how I got into fitness, Marks is asking me off camera was, I was actually playing basketball, you know, everybody wants to go to the NBA and want to be LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron, yeah. everybody <laughs> want to be Mike. Generation gap, guys. Generation gap. Oh, that's But I hurt my knee and I uh, went to a physical therapist. Mind you, nobody in my family never went to college, so I was like, I've never seen a physical therapist. I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is a cool career. Like, what do you do? He told me I'm a physical therapy. I study kinesiology, so I just followed the blueprint, went to Arizona State, studied kinesiology, got a degree there. But when it was time for me to actually go to medical school for my PT, I was like, all right, I want to be an entrepreneur. I either can spend a hundred grand on this school and be in debt, or I can start my own business and make more than a therapist. So I believe I've made the right decision and I've been helping thousands of people and changing lives ever since. Smart awesome, man. Smart move because I mean, guess what? If you, you build your business to the point where you know you can still backtrack and and go get that degree if you want to, right? You know, Mike is still a goat, though. Yeah. We know it's Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. Um. So okay. So you and because you had an injury, right? So you had an injury, you messed yeah. up your knee or something? Yeah, yeah, I messed up my knee. They call it jumper's knee, it's just like tendonitis in your knee. Basically when it just, a lot of jumping in your knees get inflamed 
And um, yeah, I went to a therapist for that. But I also got certification and kind of use that in my training as well. So I'm a corrective exercise specialist. So we all know, especially getting older, you got back problems, you got knee problems, and all that hinders people from working out. So I kind of took all my experiences and I use it for my clients on things that help them, you know, live a healthier lifestyle. Okay, cool. So you went, so then you jumped in, chose, made that decision from entrepreneur or school, right? So how long did it take, like, to get your business off the ground? Like, were you nervous at first? Like, what was going on, like, that first year? You know what? No, I wasn't nervous at all because I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. In high school, I was, I don't know if you guys remember, you guys were kind of young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> back in the day, they had these t-shirt pressures and you can like print a picture off the internet and then put it on the t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that and selling it. And then that evolved into a whole clothing line. So I had a clothing line for about four or five years. Okay. So I always was selling stuff like we had celebrity wearing. The only problem, the more we grew, I had business partners and egos mm-hmm. got clashed. So we stopped that business and then it was easy for me to make the shift because we was already, you yeah. know, selling, marketing, doing all that. It was really sweet. Okay. Um, so you was a young hustler. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. and that's and that's normal. That's normal for most entrepreneurs. Yeah. And when they're young, you know, they they find a side hustle and they just hustle. Mm-hmm. And then they always have that entrepreneurial spirit. Same way with me. I mean, again, I'm younger than you. Yeah. So <laughs> What we, what I used to sell, and this this may sound crazy, guys, but we used to have the big Barbie pins, and we would put beads on them. And at the time, the girls would put them on their on their shoelaces. So we was selling those and wow. doing some designer stuff with those. So it was it was kind of crazy. It was one of those things. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Mike, you ever selling big boy real estate? There's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I, I can relate. I had a, a clothing line here in the Valley, you know, thousands and thousands of shirts. We used to go to the, the magic show out in Vegas. Remember that? Right? Yeah. And do all that stuff. Yeah, man. So, so concerts, man. So, so everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in the blood. So I'm, I'm going to keep it PG. I sold some other stuff too, but it wasn't what you were supposed to sell at the time. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's legal now, so I can speak on it. But uh, I was pretty, pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's 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 go back. Yeah, okay. we'll go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go back. So now you're you're in the business. Now you said you notice patterns, right? So you're working with business owners, real estate investors. So what, you know, so what patterns were you noticing? I know you said like time and you know was a problem. What else? What else did you notice about entrepreneurs? Yeah, for sure, time is the main one that people say. The nutrition, people yeah. just, you would think, since I was in the industry for so long, I would think people know about like different nutrition, but talking with people, they're like, man, I really don't really know how to eat. I just kind of eat. Mm-hmm. Time, the family is another factor. If I have kids, I don't know how to maneuver the food and also the workouts too. I might yeah. go to the workout, not sure what I'm really doing. So maybe I'll get on the treadmill and then I'm working out for five, six months. So I'm not really seeing results. So just seeing the gaps and making a shift. Yeah. I, I know one of the things as a real estate investor, one of the problems that I had was, like you said, the nutrition. It's you're on a go, you're going to these houses, you're meeting with realtors, you're meeting with people, you're always on a go. So it's like, all right, well, I'm going to pull up in this drive through and I'm going to grab something, you know, just to satisfy my hunger and then we'll keep, keep it moving. So a lot of investors fall into that. So that, like you said, that nutrition is very important. And then when you 
you eat and you satisfy that hunger, but you're putting that junk in you and it's actually decreasing your energy level. So can, can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, like, for sure. I was on the, you know, the lunch and learn with Mike the other day. And I don't know if a lot of business owners or entrepreneurs actually realize this, but man, business is so emotional. We, you know, especially investors, the deal might not go through. I have those conversations over and over. It happened like up and down. You don't really know. It's no blueprint. And then what we do is emotional eat. I'm stretched out, man. Let's just go get something to eat. Or something positive can happen. I have, yeah, you're like, oh man, let's go celebrate. Let's go eat. So everything is surrounded around food. And then we don't realize what it's doing to our bodies. And then you combine that with, oh, I don't have time to work out. Or you're eating and you're not working out. And it's mm -hmm. just an unhealthy balance. I'm guilty. Yeah. I celebrate almost every night. Just speaking from personal experience, I was on a roll for a while. Mike can attest mm -hmm. to it. I was eating mm -hmm. healthy. I was doing everything right. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I regress. And I, I can say, but a lot of it goes into, into discipline. You yeah, know, yeah. and I think that was one of the things that a lot of real estate investors miss is just that discipline and having that accountability. And with you being that that personal trainer, that accountability is really, really important. Yeah, it helps. So, so think about it. Though. So, what, what are your thoughts on like you know, as entrepreneurs for like discipline, read books, grow your mind, take action, but then we don't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Before I actually started this course for real estate investors, I did about a hundred different interviews and I was really asked people what their pain points and that actually popped up what you're saying. And a lot of them like, man, I feel like I'm really successful. My family looks up to me. I'm doing all these deals and stuff. But when I go home, my identity doesn't really match like, mm -hmm. you know, my body, mm -hmm. like what I'm saying. And yeah, I think it's, it's a real thing out there. It's like, man, I'm doing all these things. I'm telling people this, people looking at me a certain way, but we know when we look in the mirror, like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of slacking. Like, I right. got to get up on my stuff. Yeah. I can do better. So, so can we say food is an addiction? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I would say food is an addiction. You know, sugar is like probably the number yeah. one thing that just gets people. And it doesn't have to be actual sugar, like eating bread, um, chips and salsa, stuff like that. Simple little carbs are really an addiction for sure. Man, so, I like the real sugar. No, I just <laughs> buy the sugar that already have the cereal. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so give us some tips, man. Like what are some things that our, our, our listeners can walk away with, with whether it's emotional eating, celebrating tough times or, you know, or, or what we just said, like their, their image isn't matching their business. What are some things you can share with us? Yeah, man, we're going to start with that. Some tips. Definitely just be aware of that. Like if you listen to this podcast um, on the Lunch and Learn, I was telling people like, just be aware that business is emotional. One of the things that we actually use is, uh, I forgot the exact name for it, but if you type in Mel Robbins uh, emotional uh, chart and then it'll pop up. Um, she has a chart that just, it allows you to like identify your emotions. Most people just feel like I'm sad, I'm angry, or uh, like those two emotions are a lot of people can't actually name their emotions but when you go deeper on this chart that she has i think it's really cool you can look at it like man maybe i'm feeling like inadequate you know finding the right word and then you can actually dig a little bit deeper i made a post yesterday one of the biggest things for fitness like there's really three things that we do to help people is fitness accountability and nutrition 
right? Uh -huh. So just look at those three things and chart and rate yourself on where you're doing. If you're in business, I'm sure you have people you talk to. Use one of your business partners as accountability. And one of the things that I do personally that helps me out so much, I talk about it a lot, seems simple, but I use an app that's called Habit Share and actually track my habits. So I don't track my food, I don't really track my macros, but if you're identifying what you're doing every day and you're tracking your habits, it just makes it so much better. So in business, people have KPIs, you know, key performance mm -hmm. indicators, but look at your KPIs for your health as well. So what are some examples of tracking habits? Like what are you looking for? Or are you like saying, okay, the last two weeks I was eating these scenarios and I'm not seeing progress or like, what, like, what are you looking for? You're looking at some patterns or something. Yeah. So what am I tracking like as far as my habits? Yeah, like when you're watching your habits. Because you're not you said you're not doing macros, you're not counting calories, I'm assuming. No, but I'll track my food. Well, I'll, I'll track the habits on the food, but it'd just be like, you know, if I ate clean, I ate healthy, I, I plan my meals, like I ate at home, mm -hmm. I'll give myself a green. But if I ate, you know, pizza, wings, whatever I ate out, I'll give myself a red. So I just make it pretty black and white. And then I also track my water. Make sure I'm getting enough water in. Which water do you need? At least half your body weight in ounces. Okay. I buy one of those, what are those little things called? It's called a hydro flask. Okay. So I try to drink at least three or four of those a day. So if I do that, I'll track that, my sleep, and then my exercise. You know what I found out about water, man? And this is, this is actually a habit that I changed. When I was a lot unhealthier, one of the things that I used to do was when I wake up, I would always drink like some juice just like a little thing of juice or something like that because and i didn't notice that when you sleep your body is actually dehydrating so when you wake up first thing you should do is drink water well i was that was difficult for me because i had to change that habit i was so used to having that sugar intake first thing in the morning but now since i've been having that water it's like my body is, once I take in that water, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to get my day started and stuff like that. So it's just little tweaks yeah. like that can make a, make a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's why I tell clients, we just want to make those little tweaks that make a huge difference. Because most people, they worked out before, they ate healthy, they tried some diet before. But if I can look at your blind spots and make those tweaks, that's what makes like a world of difference. Mm -hmm. For sure. And that's what you do. And your personal coaching or it's like look for the blind spots yeah that's what we do in our personal coaching we look for the blind spots most of them are going to be in your nutrition um but a lot of times they're in your fitness too if you're not doing anything uh we need to start you from ground one and kind of build you up what and what's is ground one different for everybody definitely yeah. definitely yeah yeah i have one guy right now he works out six times a week but he's not really seeing results but he's at the gym every day um i have another guy who's doesn't really do anything. He's just on a computer, works a lot. Um, so they have two different levels. Um, mm -hmm. The other guy goes to the gym. The other guy does not go to the gym. Um, so, so is it like one goes to the gym, doesn't eat right, one eats right, but doesn't go to the gym? Well, they both don't eat right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the ground zero is different from every guy. Yeah. So one of, one of, one of the things that, that I noticed, and guys, I can only speak from my experience because I'm not a health coach, not a trainer or anything like that. But I know that one of my big things was I played football years at a high level and I, I tore up both of my rotator cuffs in my shoulders. So can't really benchmark, bench press, can't do pull-ups or anything like that. 
And one of the trainers that I had, he was like, look, the most important thing is if you eat right and you drink water, you'll lose more weight than really getting out there trying to do Pilates and do all of this stuff and running and everything like that. He said, the most important thing is really eating right. Can, is, is that true or? Yeah, I agree with that. To a certain extent. I, yeah, to a certain okay. extent, because, you know, if you want to be healthy, you know, healthy and get your heart pumping and everything, you have to exercise to do that. Mm-hmm. But if your goal is slow, solely, I want to drop some fat and just, you know, drop some pounds or even mm-hmm. gain weight at that, you know, it is eating right. But so most people say 80, 20, but I like to say you put 100, 100, then you're going to see the best results because you're not going to get in shape or you're not going to be more fit. Only just eating right. Mm-hmm. So. Now, in, in his defense, he did say for me to try and walk like two hours, walk, not two hours, two miles, walk a mile in the morning and a mile in the evening. And I was doing that, man. And I, you hear I say was, mm-hmm. I was doing that. And I, I had lost, I had dropped like 15 pounds in a matter of like 30 days, 45 days just from doing that. Because my whole mindset, and I know a lot of people's mindset sometimes is I got to go to the gym. I got to go to the gym. But something simple as walking, you know, can really help you out also. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And what you said, I see that so much is like, all right, people, I lost 15 pounds in one month, man, I was doing great. Then I don't know what happened. I just kind of stopped doing it. So, oh, I know what happened with me. Yeah. <laughs> the brownies and, and chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, people just kind of stop, but I kind of made the shift. It's like, all right, cool. I know people, you can find anything online. You can find a meal plan. You can find all this stuff. But we can actually educate people how to eat because we know stuff is going to happen. You're going to go out. There's going to be birthdays. There's going to be parties. And you can learn, like, okay, if I'm at an event, okay, what should I drink or what should my macros be or just be more aware of, like, your habits. That's what we try to do. So two things we focus on is the education so you can actually know what you're doing with the workouts, with the food. And the second thing is if we can teach you these lifestyle habits that you can actually keep up because we all know somebody who dropped a bunch of weight and then they gained it right back. He's looking right at one. <laughs> Cake, yeah, cakes man. and pies, cakes and pies. Man, well, that's, yeah, I mean, it's normal. I think it, that can relate to, in our world, we always talk about the lottery winner that, you know, wins the lotto and then they're broke again in a couple of years because they didn't have that financial liter- literacy. So mm-hmm. the same thing, a lot of us, we just don't have that health. Literacy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so what are some things that you would say, so, so no, someone works with you, I think the big piece it sounds like is that helps is like the accountability that you offer mm-hmm. right and in, in, in the strategic way to go about the best plan for that person give us some stories about like the successful people that didn't quit or didn't give up and stayed on track what, what as real estate investors like what kind of what is it like what kind of experiences have they had what changes did you notice or that they expressed to you from sticking with it yeah for sure one of my clients that comes off the top of my head his name is jesse he owns a company called batch Okay. And, so that's Batch Leads, guys. Jesse with, what is it? Jesse, Jesse Tarullo? Burrell, Burrell. Burrell. Okay. Where the Batch get Tracy? Yeah. I'm not going to lie to y'all. When I saw him, I was like, this is going to be tough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he started off like he couldn't even work out for like 10 minutes, about almost 100 pounds overweight. And uh, it started off rough, but he stuck with it. And initially when I saw, so I tried to take people from zero to hero. But his zero state was overweight. He was successful in his business, but like I said earlier, his identity doesn't match, you know, when he comes home. He was stressed out, you know, high blood pressure, all this stuff, high cholesterol. 
and just didn't have the confidence that he usually had, you know, because he worked out before he was an athlete in the past, but all mm-hmm. that was gone. And then fast forward, it's been about two years now since he's been working with me. The confidence is ridiculous. Like every time I go work out with him, he never even has his shirt on. You know, awesome. <laughs> he's about to get married. And yeah, the weight loss is like the furthest result. Like he's not right. even thinking about that. It's just like the, the confidence that he exudes, his business, the energy that he has. That's why I think it's so important for investors. It will actually help your business as well. I have another friend. I'm, I don't know if I should say his name on camera. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but I'll say his name, but he's an investor. And sometimes you don't see the value of what it's costing you not to invest in your health. You know, mm-hmm. even you could be doing well in your business, but if you actually put that time and energy, your business can elevate so much more because you're, you know, operating in high performance. Essentially. Right. Right. Absolutely. So what are, so what are some things that they, like, I know, you know, confidence. So yeah, it does trickle down. I guess the energy trickle down. When you run the office, you got employees, you got a staff team. And if you're just moving around, if you're a little sluggish, you know, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're a leader, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to spread throughout your, your team. So that energy. Yeah. And it's a mo- like a multiplier effect, you know, especially with Jesse, since he's doing it now, evil is got a train. Uh-huh. He's doing it. Um, Cal, another employee that works for mm-hmm. him, he's doing it. I went to visit his new office. They're like, oh man, can you come here and like work with our whole office and like do like win- uh, wellness Wednesdays? Yeah, yeah, but nice. what that does for your culture and your company, if you show up that way, everybody else is going to be like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to show up with these donuts because you know, right, this right. guy have a different culture. You know? Right. Be shaming. Yeah. Wow. All right. No, that's like, you know, I, I watch you guys online. You guys always post together, right? Like, yeah. You, yeah. yeah it's paid. So the way you do is paid is what you guys say? That's, yeah. That's his, like, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm going to yeah. give him that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Crazy. What is it? Dude's paid. Oh, dues paid. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's take a brief break. Hear a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll be back with Jaquan. We will talk about, you know, his clientele, who he works with, what population he works with, and how you can reach out to him. So we'll be right back. Are your real estate dreams on hold? With work, kids, everything else going on, time is limited. Most days, you feel like the world's on your shoulders. You might even say to yourself, If I just had someone to lean on and push me in the right direction, I know things would happen quicker. Well, then you need to check out the Deal Finders Club, a community of investors eager to close more deals, sign more contracts, and just get ahead in life. The DFC provides weekly coaching, thriving online community, and all the education you need to be confident. DFC is your fastest path to closing more deals. To learn more, head over to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. Dfc.com. Okay, okay, guys. Thank you for bearing with us. We are back with Jaquan, and we were talking about health and fitness as a real estate investor. So, what Jaquan didn't mention right now is he's in the market. He's looking for a duplex. He's looking for multifamily. So he wants to be a real estate investor. And what I'm going to say to you, Jaquan, is. You don't want to be a real estate investor. You are a real estate investor right now. So what are you seeing as a person now starting to be a real estate investor? What are you seeing? What are you what are you trying to learn? What are some of the things that you may be missing that maybe me and Mike can help you or the general population of Azria can help you? What am I seeing out there? I'm really seeing a lot of opportunity, honestly, as far as trying to get my first deal. I would say my second deal. My first deal was actually like a verb. Okay. I refinanced, cashed out, and I'm actually looking for rentals now. 
But with the market, it's crazy. I'm on Zillow every day and the prices are dropping. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm a new investor. I'm trying to get these new properties. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to balance like being over anxious or basically waiting for a deal. So okay. I'm just trying to figure out like, should I buy that? Or I can wait maybe another couple weeks or a month. So I'm trying to just figure out what's the best option mm-hmm. as far as, you know, picking the, the property. Right. Well, a good thing about it is you're, you're connected to Asria. So you get all of the information at the monthly meetings and things like that. So to stay tuned in, stay plugged in. What me and Mike would say is if you are evaluating a deal and you're unsure, just let us know. And we will, we will yeah. run the numbers, go over it with you and say, okay, Daquan, yeah, you know, you might want to pull the trigger on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually working on a rehab with a friend. We've been working on this rehab since January. So we're basically going to get it for a hundred thousand and it's worth like 300. This is back okay. in January. So yeah. And the partner I'm working with, he's moving so slow now. Even talking to Mike, I'm like, I think it's best for me to just walk away from this one because the process is so slow and then family is involved. So I think I'm getting smarter. It's like, all right, you don't have to go after every single deal and there's going to be a lot more out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 when I started, I was always like, you always feel like you're going to miss out if you don't take advantage of that deal or, or whatever it is. It was um, the science of getting rich. I forgot the guy's name. Uh, no, 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 no. Anyways, but the science of getting rich, there's always going to be another opportunity mm-hmm. around the corner, right? And that kind of that took a lot of anxiety and stress off my mind when I was first starting, right? Because you just want to get it done, you want to make money, or you might make, you know, right. you might be making the wrong decision. So, good man, I'm glad that you know we were talking about earlier. It's a long game, right? Yep. Yeah. Seed, water. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate Azaria too for having the cash flow games every month. I actually took a course. I like to practice what I preach, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I take a course on things I've learned. And one of the homework assignments was like, are right, you got to play the cash flow game and then live your life like that. So I came in here and played the cash flow game. I need to play it again, but yeah, I'm trying to live my life just how the cash flow game is. What did you learn? Give it, throw us a tip yeah. that you may took away with you that day. Well, one of the things is, the more you know, you can make better decisions. Yep. There were so many big deals, small deals coming my way, and I didn't really know how to handle it. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to negotiate this. Like, yeah. I don't know. And another guy who was playing with this, he was a little bit more savvy. He played it, and then he kind of knew what moves to make. So as I'm entering this new field of real estate, I'm like, all right, cool. I need to keep educating myself, keep surrounding myself with investors, because the more savvy you are, the better decisions you're going to be able to make. You know, the faster you get out the rat race. And, and, and another thing with, with cash flow also is, like you said, it was your first time playing, you were learning. This other person was, was savvy. So in the real world, what do we do? We say, okay, well, we need to partner with this person because he know what I don't know. I may know something that he don't know. We partner together and we have a successful deal. One of the things that education, traditional education has created a flaw and our mental thought process is you have to do it alone so when you go to school as a a young kid it's can't cheat can't talk to your neighbor when you take the test it's just you by yourself but that's not how the real world works the real world works by hey i have a network if i don't know something i can go to this person and ask a question if i'm coming up to a deal or an opportunity and i don't know what to do I can ask a person, well, traditional education says, no, if you don't have the answer, you just get it wrong. And that's just not the way way life works. Right. It's like keep your eyes on your own paper. Have a deal. Exactly. Exactly. And like you can cheat. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was that was honestly that was one of the things that I had to I had to get over and that I still get over as far as as pride. I, that's the way I look at it. Is as far as pride. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to reach out to anybody because hey, I'm the savvy investor. I should know. You know, I should have all of the answers. Well, you don't have all of the answers. So I'm just letting you know, Jaquan, as you know, an, a starting investor. Just feel free to ask the questions because we don't have all of the answers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was something like, man, I'm obsessed with looking at new homes and like finding new deals because I'm excited where the future is going. But kind of even going back to what you're saying, the prideful, especially as a man, we're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about fitness earlier. That's the same way. You know, people are like, man, I know what to do. Like, it's just eat right. calories, move around. I'm going to lose weight. Or, you know, that's. I don't want to ask nobody, but yeah. having that pride and that ego slows you down. Maybe slows you can't do it by yourself, but it's going to take you so much longer. So reach out to somebody and get that help and just accelerate your results yeah. a lot faster. Same way with real estate. Same way with real yeah. estate. What do we say all the time? Get a coach, get a mentor, man. Yep. Someone that you know that can help you beat the learning curve. And mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. We got to take our own advice. Get a, true. Get a health coach, nutritionist. True, true. Quan. So you, you look at any professional athlete, they have numerous coaches. You know, you look at LeBron, you look at, you know, Mike. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. they have, yeah. Everybody has a professional coach, you know, and not just for the team, but then they have coaches outside just to work some of the skill sets that they may be deficient in. So, guys, connect with Jaquan. How can we reach out to you, man? How can we get connected with you? And for sure, I'm all over social media, YouTube. The name is Be Fit Nominal. I'm going to spell it because it yep. sounds kind of crazy. So Be Fit, B-E-F-I-T-N-O-M-E-N-A-L. Okay. Yeah. Also, you can look me up on Facebook, Jaquan Newsom, and my direct line is 602-718-7699. Okay, guys. Great, you all know what to do. Move at the speed of instructions, instructions yeah. and let's get out there and let's get healthy. Thank you, Jaquan. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Ezria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpreet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to Ezria.org and learn more about our community.